podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This fan base is amazing. The city of Cincinnati is amazing, and I wouldn't want to be anywhere else. Desmond takes a handoff right to the right. He's got all sorts of room to the 30, 25, 20, 15, 10, 5, touchdown! Finally, finally, our turn. Finally, our Let's turn. Let's go, baby. Let's go. Bring it. I want to hear it all. I want to hear it all. Let it loose, buddy. Just have to be patient. Everybody was freaking out in the first half. Just have to be patient. Let them grind it out. This team is good. We will win. Newsflash, we did win. Folks, an absolute ugly Nasty, beautiful, amazing, horrible, every adjective you can think of for this game, this game was. I am amazed at how horrible this game started, how horrible it finished, and how horrible and amazing overtime was. I just can't wrap my head around. This This is what the luck Matrix, and this is what Big 12 basketball is at the end of games. You have one possession games. Some teams win. Some teams lose. It's been our turn to lose twice in a row. But today, tonight, on January 16th of 2024, it was the Bearcats' turn to win a massive one. A massive one that we desperately, desperately needed in Fifth Third Arena. I am so happy for this team. I am so happy for this fan base. All the fans that were there to witness it, I'm sure they will never forget it for so many good and bad reasons. But this was an insane game, and I'm just so excited that we finally got that extra thing at home that really made Fifth Third feel the way that Fifth Third should be. This is a massive moment, and I don't want anybody to take anything away from that because this is just what we've been waiting for for so long. Of course, the win at BYU on the road, great, but it was tough because we were playing a team that was coming up with us. We were playing a team that was looking good, did well, showed up well in the net, but people still had doubts about. This TCU team just beat some pretty massive teams this past week. And we let them into our house and we sent them out. I am just, I am floored at the execution at the end of the game. I, I, I can't even, I can't even say good things and I can't even say bad things because everything that we did wrong we did something good to make up for it. And everything that we did good, we did something bad to make up for it. And it was just all over the place. And it's so hard to pack everything into what I'm trying to say. But this this is just awesome. I'm so glad we finally got this game. Got this in fifth third. This is what this team needed. Was so hungry for. I could keep talking. I know a couple of you guys want to speak. So go ahead, let it rip. If you want to speak, just request and I'll give you the speak. So give you the mic. Go ahead. I I have to tell you guys, I picked the wrong fucking year to do dry January because, oh my God, these games are like literally fucking making me go insane. Like the absolute pandemonium in these games. I mean, I kept telling myself, I'm like, the basketball gods will be on our side at least one time. 
this year. And this was that one time. The luck, it seemed like we did everything to lose the game. I was tweeting, get Day Day the fuck out. Of course, who ends up carrying us down the stretch to victory? It's Day Day. We finally got to see what Wes Miller must see in him in crunch time that we just haven't seen yet. Now, hopefully we can somehow replicate this. But my goodness, we had no business being in that game. I mean, they out-rebounded us. We shot free throws 50%, just like we always do. But crazy enough, I think TCU kind of turned into Cincinnati the last two games in the second half because they were missing all their free throws. They were turning the ball over. Like, I think we had 10 turnovers at half and only had, like, five in the second half, and TCU ended up with 19. Like, it was just a complete change of halves. It was... I don't even know. I can't really even think anymore because I'm pretty sure I gave like all my dopamine from tomorrow to that game right now. Uh, but goddamn, we needed that one in the worst way. And uh, hopefully, these guys can stop second guessing and get this confidence and get a get a good another good win on the road. But I think first we got what Kansas or uh, who's at home next? Oh, you baby. Oh yeah. Oh you. Oh no. Yeah, keep the ball back. Hey, TCU beat OU. Just make fucking free throws, and we're never in any of these situations. Make free throws. Stop missing fucking layups. I'm done. I I, I, I was not expecting Dan to miss his of all the people. I know, man. That was that was crazy because this is one of those things that we've been talking about. It's like, okay, the free throws, you know, Wes didn't want to harp on the thing with John Newman at the end of the Texas game. Cool. Let it go. It's fine. You get into crunch time, you get to these one possession games. Those things matter and they matter and they add up from the very first free throw you take all the way to the end of the game. This comes down to shots. This comes down to layups. Holy shit, missed layups. We'll get to that at another time. But this is one of those things that these things compound over the course of the game. And thankfully, we found a way to put it together just at the right time, at the right moment, at the very right place. When everything else seemed lost, and I'm just, I am dumbfounded at how inconsistently consistent this team is at doing the worst things bad and then somehow just pulling one out of the hat and creating some magical moment like we just had tonight at the end of this game. I I just am trying to wrap my head around this because this team is just all over the place. But what, I've, what I'm gathering, what everything that I've gathered from all that I've watched through these first four games in the Big 12, this team is gritty, man. This team is going to grind it out. This team is I, I, I just, this is the hustle that we've been looking for for so long. This is the definition of what Cincinnati basketball is all about. It's about pushing the edge. It's about bringing the heat. It's about being that team, wearing that Cincinnati on your chest and puffing it out. And caring about that. And it's about bringing that energy. And they did it tonight. And that was the difference. Because at the end of the game, when it's this ugly, and neither team really deserves to win, it's who wants it more. And tonight, Cincinnati needed that. They absolutely wanted it more. Yeah, and I got just one more thing. I mean, let's think about how difficult. I don't know how long a lot of you guys have been fans, but I mean... Mine stardom came around like 2009 when we made March Madness every year. And let's just think about the last two years, how kind of like we saw some pieces falling, but we were in such disarray, relying on transfer portal guys. Something's not working out. Chris McNeil's all this stuff over the last four years. And we're like shitting our pants because we see the level of play going into the Big 12. 
and somehow in one year we've got the point guards are are you know good enough to play in this league. I'm not going to say they're elite or they're great or anything, but they're good enough to play in this league. That was the biggest question mark. But somehow in one offseason, we went from being like a decent team in like the sixth best conference to like a team that can compete with the best teams in the country night in and night out. I know it sounds like a moral victory, but like we're literally our losses were to one score games against top 25 fucking teams. So I just I can't believe how West has got these guys playing, even though we're not even playing our best basketball. We are 50 percent from threes we're, or for free throws. We're fucking up. We're turning the ball over like 16 plus times a game. And we're still in every game. Like, can you imagine if we just played sound basketball? Like, this team would be unstoppable. And that's it. Yeah, I mean, I you make the point of just how fast this team has jumped up from where they were. I mean, we can go back to last year. I'm just going to throw this on the board. Our Some of our losses here last year, Houston, Houston, Memphis, Memphis, a Temple, a Xavier, a Tulane. It's, it's you know, a, an NKU an Arizona, an Ohio State, these big games, this team crumbled. And quite honestly, we've, we have absolutely added talent. I'm not going to deflect it at all. But the difference of this team's performance from last year to this year at this point in the year against the competition that they're playing against, that uptick in competition is insane. It is so much more difficult. And yet they play up to this competition if they're not there. I don't, I don't even know what to say because I don't know if we're there or if we're playing up. But I know that Cincinnati plays to their competition. They play really good teams, really close, and they play really bad teams, really close. But guess what? We don't have any more bad teams left on the schedule, people. This is all good teams left throughout the rest of this Big 12 slate. And so for us to take care of business and going through some of these games we have to win, you just got to figure out a way to take care of business in some of these you know, Q4, Q3, Q2, Q2 games that you're going to have left. And these Q1s, you might split them. But right now, we're 2-2. Two and two. Like, no, I don't think anybody would have thought, coming through this first four games, if you said that all four of the first four teams that we're going to play are going to be top 25, they're going to be ranked, they're going to have wins over top 10 teams, they're going to look pretty damn good, I don't think anybody would have thought that we would have been 2-2. Two and two. I think most people would have thought we would have been 1-3 at best. And yet here we sit at two and two, and we've got energy. And quite honestly, you're 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 two total possessions away from being four and zero. Oh. I want people to sit and like process that because that's how close this team is. Your four just free throws, it's the four fucking free throws that we missed. You were four, yeah. You're four three th- free throws. You were that close to just unlocking this whole thing. This team has it. They have that X factor, and I'm just so excited. Because this is that grittiness that you need in your team in order to win in this conference. It really does not come down to talent as much because a lot of these guys get recruited from the same areas. They get recruited around the same numbers, same talent level. It's about coaching, and it's about execution, and it's about who wants it more. Those few little things are what make the difference in this game, and I think tonight, Albeit, I think some of the, you know, uh, the missed free throws, the three-point percentage, a lot of these pieces were just all over the place and, you know, things that we still have to work on. These problems, I don't know if they're going to be fixed. I don't think we're going to see it get any better. Uh, it's sad because some of the fixable problems are undefended, but this team had what it took to win at the end of the game. And, 
you know, if they can do this, I don't see why they can't do this to other teams because I want people to think about what they just did, like what TCU just did. Like this is not this is not a team that like came in here that was looking for their first Big 12 win. They just beat Oklahoma, who is number nine, and they just beat number two Houston back to back after losing by two, a one possession game to number two Kansas on the road. This is a good team. All credit to TCU. They're a very good team. They should have absolutely blitzed us in this game, especially how it started when they had, what, 26 points in the first, like, four and a half minutes, five minutes. I thought this game was, like, I'm never going to count this team out, but I thought this game was going to get away from us really fast, and I was really starting to fear. How many times did we see that the last two years? They got down big, and they folded. They could not battle back, but we just have kids who don't give a fuck anymore, and they're going to play for their teammates. They're not going to go out and get theirs. Dude, it's it's awesome because all these guys, like I said, they play so gritty. They play with that energy that they just don't care what the score is. They don't care what people think about them. They just want to go out there and win the damn game. And that is what you need in this conference to win games, to go up, to make the tournament. And damn it, man, I'm we've got a lot of basketball left, but this team has a lot of the pieces that they need, like, mentally to get there they just need to get over some of these humps and i mean even credit you know to a guy like day day who missed a handful of really you know pivotal points in this game to get us up to get some leads to you know get us back and then at the end of the game hasn't shot a free throw all game goes and nails two after everybody else has been missing after we just had um dan skillings miss the two to cement the game with three seconds left in regulation. Goes up to the line, hits both, walks off the court. That's a G moment, guys. Like, that's just so cool, and I'm so excited for him because I know that it's been a little bit of a struggle for him this year, and he hasn't really hit his full stride yet. But like Tonk said earlier, we've been waiting to kind of see what that difference between Day-Day and Jizzle is because it seems like it's been a lot of back and forth, but Wes has always gone with him. And this, I think, just proves at the end of the game, the defense, the ability to create plays, three steals in this game. Like, I mean, his uh, – did he have three steals? Yeah, he had three steals. Three steals for Day-Day in this game. Like, that's a huge, huge momentum swing. And especially to just be able to clutch it up in the end, I mean, good for him. You know, still got to work on some of those uh, layups. But, hey, man. You don't get any of the criticism tonight. That's just that is what it is. Like this, this is a gritty win, and I'm I'm just proud of these guys for pulling it out. Hunter, you got I mean, it. I got Yeah, I mean, I got a point. Like piggyback off of what you said. Like day day, like he missed a couple layups tonight, but he clutched those free throws. He hit that clutch three, and that's the difference with the team. And even Dan, Dan misses those two free throws to put us ahead. That. I'm not going to say would have won us the game, but would have put us in position to win. Then he comes and makes the winning bucket, doesn't let it phase him. I think that is the biggest part of this team is that they don't let anything – like they have a short memory for the most part. These guys, if they fuck up, they move on and they get the next basket. It's the next play. Like they just move on from it. And, oh, my God, I'm so happy we have John Newman the third on this team. Absolute stud tonight when we needed somebody to take over or just just to give basically just give the team a kick in the ass in that first half he took over yeah well and grown man buckets 
and said, listen, we ain't going out like that. This is our house. We're here to win. Hell yeah, brother. I mean, that's one of those things. Like, you look at the way that John's played in this game. This was a piece of our roster last year that was just unfortunately missing due to injury. And I think that was a huge thing as, as to why we lost some of those, you know, important games is because you need that guy who's a game wrecker. We talked about this. I've said this so many times, but he's just everywhere. Like, he is the definition of the everything man. He does everything on the court, offense, defense. He does it all. And he's not scared of going up against anybody who's bigger than him, who's got a better shot than him. He's just a dog. Like, he goes out and he hustles and he goes and gets what's his. And, like, that is something that's so cool to see because we've been looking for that alpha dog. We've talked about this. I mean, I think we've got a couple of guys who can really go out and do it. But, you know, John Newman, I think, to me, I think is the leader of this team. I don't know what anybody else, you know, their opinion is on that. But I feel like he's the clear and away guy because he brings that clutch moment all the time. Like, of course, you know, there's some, there, everybody has their days on, has their days off, but I think he's been fairly consistent as as far as bringing energy and bringing that momentum swing. He's so good at doing that. And, you know, credit to Dan, credit to Day Day tonight, credit to Vic. Like, these guys went out and balled out, and they did a really damn mm-hmm. good job of just trying to control this game. Um, and and when, when something that really, quite honestly, looked like it was going to get away from you pretty early on, uh, the turnaround is just incredible. Um, I do want to talk about uh, some of the refing things because I'm curious what everybody has to say about that. But I think the one that really bothered me the most was the Aziz foul at the end of the game. Uh, they tried to hose us, bro. Dude, that was rough. And, why, why, and how I've literally never seen officiators like ice a free throw. Like, who... Why did you stop to check the time in the middle of the free throw? And it took a good two to three minutes, like just to check the time one second. Like you had to do that right in the middle of his free throws to decide the game. I mean, yes. Should you make free throws? Cool. There's no reason that those reviews took that long or they needed to do it at that time. That was bullshit. So was the out of bounds catch, all of it. Amen. The, the Cincinnati Bearcats, they beat a lot of people tonight. They beat themselves they beat TCU, they beat the refs, Undefeated and tonight. they found out how to beat the damn free throw line. I am just, I am happy, man. I am just having fun. Like, this is so cool. Again, it's awesome. 13-4, and 2-2 two and two in conference to open up Big 12 play. You're 2-2 two and two against ranked teams. You are so close to being that 4-0. But damn it, man, like, they've done everything that they possibly could. They've tried so hard. And just seeing the energy and the hustle every single night, they're bringing it, man, and I, I just hope they can keep that up. The season is long. It wears on you, but right now, I mean, they just look like that team that wants it more. And as long as you have that, that's going to drive you a far, far away through this conference, man. There is I, no off nights in this conference. You are not going to get an off night. So you got to bring it every single day. And tonight, you know, they brought it over TCU. 81-77 win in o- overtime. I mean, you can't ask for anything better than that. I'm just so happy that Wes put his his pride and ego aside and realized the numbers with Odie are just not happening. And you've seen with Odie kind of his numbers being reduced now that we've got everyone back. I mean, the team is just able to do what they want to do, and they're playing at such a higher level. And I, I owe 
freaking day day a public apology there's no player i've ever talked more negatively towards than this game like even in my head let alone i tweeted get him out of the fucking game um I, looking at his box score i mean it feels like he missed a thousand shots the kid shot over 50 percent. he was nine for 17 one for two from three and most importantly two for two from the free throw line like it felt like he was killing us but god he the one thing that he doesn't lack even on an off night is confidence i mean the kid like for playing his first time in D1, and not just D1, Big 12 level. I mean, the kids he's had confidence since the day he walked in that door. And to get that kind of play out of a point guard that is playing his first year in D1 is, is incredible. And there's no doubt that Newman is kind of the, the – he's not really the loudest guy, but a lead-by-example type of uh, leader with Newman. And getting 20 points out of Newman with that kind of defense, I mean – just watch. Like, we all hear Wes harp on, I wish I could have uh, John Newman guard every player on the team, but we only have one of them. Like, that Miller kid, the forward, was going off. He was like five for six or something like that in the beginning, like two for two from three. He switches Newman on him. The kid shut down. He finishes five for 14. Then that Tennyson kid is just going bananas from three. He was like five for six in the first half or something. Then he goes over in the second. Like, it was just... It's ridiculous what Newman actually does. And that boy saw blood and I liked it. <laughs> I mean, this is, this is the best part about this man. It's like, you know, even, even against all odds where this team or this game just felt so impossible at so many points in this game, you just, it's, it's putting those little pieces together. And I mean, quite honestly, this is the thing that's most impressive to me is that, it's just that willpower. Like I, I keep coming back to that. I'm just so I'm so amazed because this team does not let anything get by them. Like you said, it's it's, or maybe Hunter said it before, but it's that team mentality of just that sucked. Move on. Get over it. Like put it past you. Put it in. The, put it behind you. Um, you know, and, and to have a game where I think this is the first game in a long time that you've lost the rebounding battle. Um, you know, you're you're losing the rebounding battle you're losing the three-point battle i think you're losing at the line as well you're barely okay so you're barely better at the line um it's to to have off nights in so many different categories and yet to find a way to win is just i i'm impressed like it's just not a thing that i would have expected based on everything that we saw in this game but this is what the big 12 is man it's like sometimes teams are sometimes the better team loses sometimes the better team wins i don't know who was the better team tonight i honestly don't know what to tell you i can tell you that tcu was absolutely the better team in the first half and cincinnati was pretty good in the second half but it, it i don't know i they had just enough to win at the end it's a four-point win um you know and of course you get to seal at the line it, it felt like it was a one-point win. It felt like we made a miracle shot at the end of the game, and it wasn't just free throws. Like, this <laughs> this is the thing. It's like you just have enough made shots at the right time, and you end up coming out on top. And it's those little tiny pieces. It's that little bit of perfection that you have to chase throughout an entire game that'll get you on top. And let's be honest, if they did a few more of these things right just a little bit, they could have they could have really put the pedal down on this team in the second half. Like this could have they could have opened this up double digits, but instead because this game went the way it has, this game went the way a lot of these games are probably going to go, where it's just going to be tough and you're going to have to grind it out. It's a four point win and it's close, but hey man, 
a win is a win is a win. And I am just, I'm like I said, I'm elated. I'm excited for this team. I'm excited to see what they have coming up against Oklahoma. Of course, like I said earlier, TCU did beat Oklahoma. Um, and I think in this conference, it's a little bit more apples to apples than the American. I think that talent level, like I said, is a lot closer. And I think you can kind of measure that better. Whole game. They controlled that whole game against Oklahoma. Yeah. I mean, and that's that's one of those things that, like, if Cincinnati can just bring what they brought tonight and improve at a minute scale on a few things, I think you'd do it again. I just don't see how you can't do it. Um, and, you know, this is this is honestly really cool. You know, this is one thing that is actually – I'm going to just throw in here. I'm going to plug this for a half second. For those of you who aren't already, if you're not following us, make sure to follow us here at Viva La Cats. And if you're not watching or listening to our podcast, we do a podcast weekly. We also do these post-game spaces. So keep, keep in tune for that. Keep checking that out. But this week – we are debuting a new look. We're overhauling everything. We're converting over to StreamYard. And it's really funny. I'll throw this up in a tweet because part of our graphic, I was just mocking up a graphic. And the top line thing just said, massive win at home for TCU, or sorry, for, <laughs> for Cincinnati over hey! TCU. Massive win for Cincinnati over TCU. I can pull it up right now and tweet it out. But I'm telling you, like, I just felt something about this game. And I'm just glad that it all came together because it's so fun and it's so awesome to have that. Um, so will it into existence? Can we will it into existence for Oklahoma as well? We'll see. And the most exciting thing I think about all of this is it's not that like in years past where we knew if we got a lucky win, we're like, oh, thank God we lucked that out. It's like there's nothing that we don't have that other teams have. Like usually we shoot better from three, but all the things that are making these games closer than they need to be are not talent issues, are not coaching issues, are not the, it's the intangible type stuff, like the free throws and the missed layups. Like these things are in the turnovers. Like these are all extremely fixable things. We have the talent, we have the potential, and this team is beating good teams and they're not even playing great basketball. They're playing good enough, but like the team has a way higher ceiling than what we're seeing and I'm just I'm really excited to see if we can kind of tweak that up like gosh just get a little bit more confidence on those free throws layups finishing and I don't know who's really going to stop us I just got uh I was kind of waiting for a moment here I just want to put a little um like in day day I think I know like you were saying Tonk like it seemed like Day-Day was killing us, but he shot over 50% from the field in the ice two free throws. And I think I understand, like, why he gets so much hate. He He's the odd man out when it kind of comes to the new guys that came in. Like, Jizzle's a highly touted recruit, so people are going to kind of overlook when he does some things wrong. Dan is a highly touted recruit, so we're going to overlook when he throws that behind his head layup up off the bottom of the backboard. And... It, I understand it. I understand it. I just think that he gets too much. He he gets a lot of flight because he's an easy target. Like it's easy to see when he messes up, but he is not nearly as bad as some of these people are making it out to be. And he's going to be crucial for us going forward. Agree. Yeah, and he humbled my ass tonight. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah, I I think this is just one of those guys that is just gonna have to 
you know, keep a little bit of consistency. But if he does, I mean, if he brought what he brought tonight, hones in on a few of those little mistakes, you know, if he could, and I think this is the biggest thing that's, that is, we found so frustrating about day day is because we know that it's there. We know that that potential is there, that he could just go off and be the guy. Like he did it tonight. It's just, if you can find that soft touch around the rim, when he's got that head full of steam, blowing through the paint he's got everybody beat it is a beautiful thing to watch him all the way up to the rim and then the second that ball goes off the glass everybody just goes <gasps> and just and just waits because you just don't know and if he could just find the ability to finish in traffic like that i think it would just be so so monumentally like an overhaul of his game and i think we'd see a lot of improvement from him and i think we'd see him become a very, very core piece of this team every single night without fail. If he can just get that soft touch around the rim because it's there. Like, he's got everything up to it, just got to finish it. And, I mean, like, you see with Dan, too. Like, Dan sometimes can go in with a head full of steam, but he's got a really good level of control around the rim. I mean, he made that really clutch uh, layup at the end of the game, you know, making up for another one that he just didn't have the other night against – Baylor, like it's to see these guys kind of just work on these things, hone in on these tiny little details and just get those things right. I think this team is just going to unlock it. I think they can really start gassing some of these guys. I know it's going to be tough every night, but I, I'm just I'm I'm excited because I think they've really got what it takes to go and do it night in and night out. Um, and of course, like I said, they brought it tonight, but we can keep going on this forever. Um, we'll absolutely cover some more of this this week. Um, if, and you know, this weekend we have the game against Oklahoma. So be on the lookout for that. We're going to have another spaces for that. I'm sure, um, you know, for better or for worse, however that one goes, but enjoy the high, ride it. it it's, it's, this is, this is what you, the Cincinnati fans, we, the Cincinnati fans, this is what this program and what all these people deserve after <laughs> just a, a tumultuous past week. We've been waiting for that payoff and tonight we get it. So, like I said, enjoy it. Rest easy for a few nights. We got Oklahoma coming up, and uh, we're going to have some big games coming up after that, too. So, keep on Jamie Dixon hates fifth third. What was that? Jamie Dixon hates fucking playing in that arena. Oh, baby. That's for sure. So, like I said, folks, take it easy. Enjoy the win. Uh, It was a fun one tonight, and hopefully we'll have another fun one. Coming up here against Oklahoma, another ranked team continues on the stretch of ranked teams that we're playing. Super excited for it, and hey, I mean, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna just, you know, we'll just say if something goes right with this Oklahoma game, you're back in the top 25 where you belong. We'll just put it there. So, for myself, for Tonk Hunter, thank you guys for speaking tonight. Thanks for joining. Appreciate having you on. Um, like I said, check out our weekly episodes. We've got it coming every single week and, um, we're going to have a new look, a little bit of an overhaul and we're excited for you guys to see it. And like I said, we'll be on StreamYard. So if anybody wants to jump in, we're more than happy to have you on and to air it out too. So, uh, thanks guys. Have a good one. Go Bearcats. Iron sharpens iron, baby. Let's go. Iron sharpens iron, Hunter. Thank you. Go Bearcats. Tough and nasty. Nasty natty's back. Let's go. Sports Social Podcast Network.